Well, good morning everybody and welcome to our service for this Sunday, the second Sunday after Trinity uh, from the Burnham Benefice. Our service will begin with some introductory music. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you, and worthily magnify your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ said, the first commandment is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is the only Lord. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And the second commandment is this. Love your neighbour as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, Jesus Christ, to save us from our sins, to be our advocate in heaven, and to bring us to eternal life. Let us then confess our sins in penitence and in faith, firmly resolve to keep God's commandments, and to live in love and in peace with all. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour, in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past, and grant that we may serve you in newness of life. To the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty God and Father, we worship you. We give you thanks. We praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father. Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Receive our prayer, for you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. 
And the collect then for the second Sunday after Trinity. Lord, you have taught us that all our doings without love are nothing worth. Send your Holy Spirit and pour into our hearts that most excellent gift of love, the true bond of peace and of all virtues, without which whoever lives is counted dead before you. Grant this for your only Son, Jesus Christ's sake, who is alive and reigns with you, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The first reading is taken from Ezekiel, chapter 17, verse 22 to the end. Thus says the Lord God, I myself will take a sprig from the lofty top of a cedar. I will set it out. I will break off a tender one from the topmost of its young twigs. I myself will plant it on a high and lofty mountain. On the mountain height of Israel I will plant it, in order that it may produce boughs and bear fruit and become a noble cedar. Under it every kind of bird will live, in the shade of its branches will nest winged creatures of every kind. All the trees of the field shall know that I am the Lord. I will bring low the high tree. I will make high the low tree. I dry up the green tree and make the dry tree flourish. I, the Lord, have spoken. I will accomplish it. This is the word of the Lord. second reading is taken from the second letter to the Corinthians, chapter 5. So we are always confident, even though we know that while we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord, for we walk by faith, not by sight. Yes, we do have confidence, and we would rather be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So whether we are at home or away, we make it our aim to please him. For all of us must appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each may receive recompense for what has been done in the body, whether good or evil. Therefore, knowing the fear of the Lord, we try to persuade others, but we ourselves are well known to God. And I hope that we are also well known to your consciences. We are not commending ourselves to you again, but giving you an opportunity to boast about us, so that you may be able to answer those who boast in outward appearance and not in the heart. For if we are beside ourselves, it is for God. If we are in our right mind, it is for you. For the love of Christ urges us on, because we are convinced that one has died for all. Therefore, all have died. And he died for all, so that those who live might live no longer for themselves, but for him who died and was raised for them. From now on, therefore, we regard no one from a human point of view. 
even though we once knew Christ from a human point of view, we know him no longer in that way. So if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. This is the word of the Lord. Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Mark. And our Gospel is taken from Mark chapter 4, beginning at verse 26. Jesus said to the crowd, The kingdom of God is as if someone would scatter seed on the ground and would sleep and rise night and day, and the seed would sprout and grow. He does not know how. The earth produces of itself first the stalk, then the head, then the full grain in the head. But when the grain is ripe, at once he goes in with his sickle, because the harvest has come. He also said, With what can we compare the kingdom of God, or what parable will we use for it? It is like a mustard seed, which when sown upon the ground is the smallest of all the seeds on earth. Yet, when it is sown, it grows up and becomes the greatest of all shrubs and puts forth large branches so that the birds of the air can make nests in its shade. With many such parables, he spoke the word to them as they were able to hear it. He did not speak to them except in parables, but he explained everything in private to his disciples. This is the Gospel of Christ. May I speak in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm not sure how many mustard seeds I've dropped over the sides of pulpits during my years of preaching. The parable appears in all three Gospels, so sometimes it can be a yearly event. But whatever the number, none as far as I'm aware have turned into great shrubs, so that the birds of the air can make nests in their shade. Still, maybe St Clement's Avery, where I'm going to drop the mustard seed this morning, will prove to be the exception. Or perhaps I'll have more luck with this little sprig, which is in a plant pot, which I'm going to leave on the side here. Thus says the Lord God, I myself will take a sprig from the lofty top of a cedar. 
I will break off a tender one from the topmost of the young twigs. We are left in no doubt that this is the newest, the frailest, the tiniest, greenest, most filigree of shoots seen against the clear blue mountain sky. Yet it will produce boughs and become a noble cedar under which every bird will live. Over and over we are told in the Old and the New Testaments that God can make the most meagre of resources, a little oil, a little water, a little bread, a little fish, a poor Galilean fisherman. He can take the most meagre of resources and grow wondrous things from them. Oh, let us take time to remember the small things, the sprig, the mustard seed, the wild flowers behind the altar at Sutton, the clean carpet leading to the chancel in St Margaret's, the neatly folded tea towels at Burnham Thorpe, the newly tidied book corner in St Mary's, and of course the polished brass here in St Clement's. Let us remember these and all the other things we do, week by week, quietly and faithfully. The Church, and I mean here with a capital C, the C of E, which the press likes to talk about, remains extremely fond of big statements of strategy and intent, often these days supported by PowerPoint presentations, which I find quite incomprehensible. The Church wants to be the noble cedar, when actually, in my view, it should look to encourage and sustain those who will plant the sprig and scatter the seed on the ground so that it may sprout and grow. We know not how. And I have in mind in particular that the church should support you. I've always known that the people are attracted to inquire about God from watching others, watching others who they know are believers from watching how we are, how we behave, how we show in tiny ways that God has invested in our lives, or if you like, has planted seeds in us. Some years ago, before priesthood, Francis and I led a cell church. We would have weekly meetings at our home. And although they were primarily intended to be nourishing in themselves, they also captured the interest of our friends and neighbours. What were people gathering at the woods for? And why did they seem happy and friendly souls? Never underestimate that aspect. A simple smiling gesture of helpfulness can be that tiny seed leading to great cedars. And I assure you I know that. Do not worry then about the state of the worldly institutions around us, but carry on doing all the little things, for they're what really matters and what will ultimately make the difference. Amen. This morning we're going to use a responsive creed. The answer to the questions are, we believe and trust in him. Do you believe and trust in God the Father, source of all being and life, the one for whom we exist? We believe and trust in him. 
Do you believe in trusting God the Son, who took our human nature, died for us and rose again? We believe and trust in him. Do you believe and trust in God the Holy Spirit, who gives life to the people of God and makes Christ known in the world? We believe and trust in him. This is our faith. We believe and trust in one God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray for the church and for the world and let us thank God for his goodness to us. Heavenly Father, we pray for your church in the world, particularly in those places where there is not the same freedom to worship you that we enjoy. Protect, we pray, all who believe and trust in you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, as world leaders meet, we pray for their discussions, that they may help to broaden understanding between the nations and foster help. God, I've done it again. Heavenly Father, we pray for your church in the world, especially in those places where there is not the same freedom to worship you that we enjoy. Protect, we pray, all who believe and trust in you. Lord, as world leaders meet, we pray for their discussions, that they may help to broaden understanding between the nations, and that they may foster hope for us all. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father in heaven, as we approach a further decision point on lifting lockdown restrictions, we pray for your guidance, for your hand on all the discussions that are needed. Let them be well informed and let them draw the right conclusions. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord above, as vaccinations become available to ever younger people, let them be able to take the right decision. Help them to find secure, valid sources of information so that the right things can happen. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father of all, we pray for those we know who are ill, and particularly in our community, we pray for John, for Gloria, for John, for Jill, and also for Claire. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father of all, we give you thanks for those we love, but who we now no longer see. And we pray particularly for uh, the friends and family of Nora Goodley and Sue Kinsett. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Almighty God, who created us, give us grace to use all the gifts you have given us. Help us to improve all our talents, so that we may cheerfully and diligently serve you with all our might. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we conclude our prayers by saying the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. 
Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in the knowledge and love of God, and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, be among you, be with all those you love, and remain with you always. Amen. Help us, O God, to live this day quietly, hopefully, to lean on your strength, trustfully, restfully to wait for the unfolding of your will, patiently, serenely, to meet other people peacefully, joyfully, to face every task in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.